Now, you're in the WOR Sports Zone with Pete McCarthy. We're going to talk a lot of Mets tonight, and we'll have some more Mets tickets to give away before we hit 9 o'clock. But that's not all we do around here. Of course, uh, the NFL draft's going to be huge in New York uh, in the next month. Uh, it's April 26th. The Jets is picking at 3. The Giants at 2. Big needs for both of these teams. And we bring on right now Frank Coyle, DraftInsiders.com. The Draft Insiders Digest coming up for a 27th year in the coming weeks. And uh, Frank, it's great to have you on the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing great, Pete. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Uh, so now, let's start up with the big move from this weekend. The Jets giving up three second-round picks as well as the number 6 pick to move up three spots to number 3. Now, I, I see you know they give the point rankings for all the draft picks, and based on the points, the Jets uh, you know overpaid by two times to make this kind of move. But I, I think... Sir, every draft class is unique. Every situation is unique. What did you think of the the Jets? Did they overpay to move up in this spot? No, they. I don't feel they did. I thought uh, Mike McCagan did a great job getting it because number one, uh, the price in the top five, top ten for quarterbacks is always different. The draft chart does not stand up as valid. Mm-hmm. Once you get past the top ten, it's very valid. Um, because of the depth of the quarterback class this year, and the Jets are at six, for the Jets to move up for three twos and retain next year's number one, I, I thought it was a great move. Um, I, I really do. At six, they have to be hoping for the fourth quarterback at six. At three, at three, they're guaranteed the third, obviously. Uh, they may get the second quarterback on the board, and uh, this pick will really dictate the Jets probably for a decade because uh, uh, we've seen what's happened not getting the quarterback situation right for uh, Big Green, and uh, uh, consequently uh, they pulled the trigger, and I think they had to pull the trigger because Buffalo with two number Mm -hmm. one picks – uh, certainly wants to move themselves, and they still could be uh, moving into the top six with uh, the Colts uh, looking to trade it even further back. Yeah, Bills uh, want to be very aggressive from all the you know reports that are out there. So you know, for this quarterback class, you know, that specifically in this draft, is it is it a special group to you? I know a year ago we were talking about Sam Darnold and Josh Rosen, and I feel like you know when that happens. We pick them apart for a year, and now it's, okay, well, all these guys have flaws. Is this truly an immensely talented quarterback class? You know, I think in the long run it, it will prove out to be. I think what happened in the case of Darnold and Rosen, both kids lost uh, supporting care, especially Darnold. He uh, lost both his tackles. He lost uh, a prime receiver in uh, Smith-Schuster, who went uh, second-round pick to the Steelers last year. So uh, Donald tried to do too much, especially early in the year. And uh, you have to remember, he's only in his second year this past year. I think Sam Donald's a monster talent, and uh, I think he's going to be the first. He's the first quarterback on my board. I think you've got to give him a little time. I think you have to put him in a situation where he has to be successful, but I love his makeup. I think he's got all the physical and mental tools to be a superstar. I just think he's going to need a little time. So if you're mock drafting this, the Browns with that number one pick, we know how much they need a quarterback. They're trying to change uh, their whole reputation as a franchise. You'd expect Arnold to go number one to Cleveland? 
I do because um, I I think at four the Browns don't feel that comfortable with getting uh, anything other than the fourth quarterback. Maybe the third quarterback at the fourth overall pick. But so with the first overall pick, I think they're going to lean towards uh, who on their board they like, and I have to believe it's Sam Darnold. All right, so you you're a big fan of Sam Darnold. Again, we're talking here with Frank Coyle, DraftInsiders.com. Check out the Draft Insiders Digest uh, coming out for the 27th time in a few weeks here. Then who would be your number two quarterback uh, this year, Frank? I like Josh Rosen. He's a kid that um, struggled with some uh, injuries this year, had a couple concussions, got beat up a little. He lost the supporting cast over the course of the prior year. Um, I think he's a little frail. He's going to have to muscle up a lot, but I love his mechanics. Uh, he's got good feet, good throwing motion. I think uh, I think he's a kid that in the long run is really a, a franchise builder, and I think uh, – uh, the Jets would love to see him fall at number three. He was asked to do a lot uh, this year in, in that offense as well, right? Yeah, he really was. And uh, they lost a couple tackles themselves, and uh, uh, they didn't have the strongest uh, rushing attack this past year. So it's, uh, um, you know, a lot of times when a young quarterback with limited time, two, three years playing, uh, when you try to do too much, too many bad things happen. So uh, I, I think Josh is a guy that, uh, again, needs a little maturity. I like what the Jets have done uh, in the one-year deals with McGowan and Bridgewater in particular. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, it puts any rookie quarterback in a position where you can sit for a year, develop, and not have the pressure of uh, – playing uh, September in the NFL. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a, a huge advantage, and it, it's an advantage the Giants could give uh, a quarterback as well if they decided to go that way. How about Rosen? You know, the question's on the concussions, and you know, he's from a family that has some money, so he's been questioned, well, if he has another concussion, will he still play? Does he truly love football? What is he in it for? I, I mean, he has taken a ton of... of you know, tough questions just based on his background. What do you find NFL teams are interested in as far as Rosen goes off the field? I think they're looking for a guy that's dedicated and a leader on the team, and they want to see real toughness out of that leader. And um, uh, I guess that's probably the key question area they've they've looked at with Rosen. And uh, uh, he's going to have to show it to him. Sometimes a bad attitude, but you know. These are 21-year-old kids, and they're maturing and so forth. Mm-hmm. And the the Jets or anyone in that top five, certainly you have to do your due diligence uh, in this draft process, the interviews, the background checks, um, obviously the medical report on top of that, not just game film. So quite a bit goes into it. And, uh, I like what they've set up, though. I think uh, I think in the perfect situation for the Jets, they're looking for Bridgewater to win that starting job. Mm-hmm. Now, he's uh, he's coming up two years in August from that bad knee operation and injury. But, you know, here's a 25-year-old kid who was a first-round pick and, and produced in the NFL. So they uh, Mike might have caught some uh, lightning in a bottle with uh, Bridgewater here. And, uh, boy, that creates a beautiful situation for the Jets to wait, be better in the short term, and uh, maybe – 
be the key thing turning this program around. Yeah, that's what you hope, and there's nothing to lose. So take your shots. How about Josh Allen? This is a guy who's come on the boards in a big way. He's got a huge arm. Uh, didn't have great completion percentage numbers at Wyoming. What did you notice when you looked at the tape uh, of his games this year? Uh, monster arm. He really does. He's got a, he's got a terrific arm. Excellent athlete. Uh, he's probably the kind of kid you would want three, four years from now. Uh, very inaccurate, barely 55%, uh, played in a gun, so there's some real development issues with uh, Josh Allen. But if you can give him uh, two years uh, sitting and learning and working on his feet, you could have a terrific player. Allen has really the the physical tools and the, the mental tools to be a heck of a player. He's clearly not ready, though, and uh, he needs a real good hard quarterback coach there dealing with his feet. Um, you know, if you don't get your feet right, you'll never be an accurate yeah. quarterback, and Allen has a real problem there. And conversely, Baker Mayfield has almost a 70% completion rate, and he's probably got easily the best feet in the draft, and it's it's probably one of his greatest assets. Mayfield, would he be the best day one, even if he doesn't have a higher, as high a ceiling as these other three? Yeah, I think he's most ready. You know, he's played in a lot of big games. He's gone into Ohio State and won. Uh, like I said, he's almost at a, a career 70% completion. Uh, his feet in the pocket are great. He moves uh, extremely well, barely over six foot, but he creates uh, a lot of passing lanes, and he's uh, a smart, savvy kid. So uh, I think uh, Baker Mayfield's going to surprise a lot of people. Uh, in in many ways, on number one, how ready he is and how effective he can be in the NFL game. You Mayfield ahead of Allen? No. Okay. So you no, you I, think this I, is a four quarterback a draft? Term. Legit four starting quarterbacks in this draft? I think so. And uh, you know, we still haven't even reached Lamar Jackson, yeah. who's just such a freakish athlete. And um, Mason Rudolph is. Got a big time NFL arm, needs some time, very immobile. So uh, I think in the long run, um, according to where these kids fall, uh, we're going to see some really nice NFL starters here, future Pro Bowlers. And we're talking again with Frank Coyle, DraftInsiders.com, and that's music to the ears of Jets fans. And it makes for a, a tough decision for the Giants. Are they going for it now? Will they look ahead to those post-Eli years? And, and there's such a, a temptress, if you will, for the short-term play in Saquon Barkley. Uh, he's the best running back in this draft. I mean, everyone's been gushing about him from the combine otherwise. Is this a historically good running back prospect. How do you view the kind of impact he could make? Geez, I think he can make the same kind of impact that uh, Ezekiel Elliott made two years ago. Um, I I would rate the running backs recent year with Frenette last year to Jacksonville and Mm -hmm. Elliott the year before. I would rate Barkley over both of them. Barkley is... uh, He's a returner. He catches the ball exceptionally well. He runs inside. Um, he can get to the edge tremendously. He's a 4-4 flat guy, legitimate, super strong, great in the locker room. I mean, this guy is the cleanest guy in the draft. Um, so you have to be evaluating, you know, are we looking for impact? And the Giants at two are really sitting in a beautiful spot because um, – 
I have to believe Cleveland's not going to fool around with that number one pick. Take the quarterback. Mm -hmm. They passed on Wentz and uh, Goff two years ago at two, and we see where the uh, Eagles went with that. And uh, I don't think they can afford to do that. So at two, the Giants are sitting with the second quarterback or Barkley or the other kids. You know, Nelson's a terrific player, the guard from uh, Notre Dame. So the Giants are going to get a lot of offers for that second overall pick. Cleveland at four may be one of them. That would be perfect because then they get Barkley too. Sure. Sure. I I think in a perfect world, the Browns want to get – Darnold number one and trade up and take Barkley too. Yeah, it may not be the Cleveland Browns anymore with those two players. Yeah, no, it'll. That's a, a franchise changer right there. So, <laughs> um, yes, uh, I mean a, a lot of a lot of options here. One other player I want to bounce off you, Frank. And I, I'm having a blast with this. I, I, I love getting in depth, especially when it is so impactful for both of uh, our locals here. Um, what about a guy like Shaquem Griffin? He's got. You know, one hand, uh, played Central Florida undefeated this past year. You know, he put together like a great performance at the, uh, you know, the bench press at the combine. It, it, where would you see him potentially, uh, landing? What kind of round talent is Griffin? Well, his brother last year was a, a corner. He went to uh, Seattle in the third round. And I, I would expect, uh, Griffin's, uh, to this year would uh, go in the third round. Um, a will linebacker, uh, certainly sub four four speed, verified at the combine. Ball hawk. Uh, certainly, there were questions with his uh, uh, deformed arm. That you know, is he going to tackle? But he was a great tackler. Mm-hmm. Player of the year two years in a row in his conference. Undefeated team. Um, what an inspiration, and probably the best story I've. I've followed in uh, 27 years publishing. The um, the kid has just overcome everything, and um, showing up at Indy and doing what he did there was just another step. So I, you got to root for the kid, but I have to believe he's definitely going to go in the top 100, and I think he's uh, in a 4-3 defense. He's a starting Will linebacker. Uh, it's, a, it's certainly a great story, and, and we'll see what kind of impact he can make in the NFL. And, of course, uh, this draft does not lack for storylines, especially around here in what could be uh, a real a real fun year and, and potentially a special quarterback year. And Frank Coyle, DraftInsiders.com. Check out the Draft Insiders Digest. And uh, it's great talking football with you, Frank. Great. Nice to be with you, Pete. Enjoy the week. All right, you too. Uh, so Frank Coyle giving us uh, his breakdown of these top NFL quarterback prospects and, and loves Darnold 1 and then uh, Josh Rosen 2, Josh Allen and uh, Baker Mayfield in the 4 spot. And uh, as he said for the Jets, hope that, uh, you know, Josh Rosen can uh, can slip to three and Allen a little bit more of a, a prospect as far as, uh, you know, take a couple years to get that going.